Hey, hey everyone! Um, welcome back to Finding Christina with me, Christina! And it's interesting because I feel like over the last month I have discovered so much of who I am and who I want to be and things that I've let go in the past um, in order to appease other people and to do what made everybody else happy instead of um, focusing on what would grow me and what would bring me ultimate joy at the end of the day. Um, So today I want to talk about how I've been kind of lax on myself the last two days and so I think this is going to be a kicking Christina in the pants kind of episode. So um, the more I have been evaluating this past week, um, it has been very unstructured, um, chaotic would be a good word. Um, I thought once I was done with the protocol that my life would kind of go back to normal, but, um, what I've discovered is actually kind of am living in more chaos because I didn't come up with like a set routine of what I was going to eat. Um, I started incorporating working out, uh, in the mornings again. Um, and I kind of have just been like, oh, if this follows my diet, my protocol, my lifestyle, I want to get in the better habit of just saying this is how I eat. Um, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm on this diet because again, I'm tired of being on diets. I did, this is just how I want to eat. Um, I have just kind of been like, oh, well, I know I can eat about this many carbs, I know I can have about this much protein, and I know I can have about this much fat, and I don't record it, and I don't um, monitor, per se, what I'm eating. I guess I do in the sense of, like, I'm only buying grass-fed, organic meats, Um, I'm only really buying excuse me, organic foods. Um, Today, I have to admit that I kind of just did whatever I wanted to do. Um, I woke up this morning and was just in like a funky mood. Um, A really, really good friend of mine from college um, who we've never really seen eye to eye on politics kind of had um, a he- maybe heat. It's not. A- we had a conversation about um, the way we both see the different things that are going on right now in the world. And anybody who knows me right now knows I'm pretty conservative. Um, and that's just who I am. I I don't believe a lot of these. Um, 
we won't get into that. That's not what this episode's about. Um, basically, he's... We'll call me far right. We'll call him far left. Um, and that may not actually represent it, but let's just, for the sake of the story, say that's what it is. <clears throat> um, I avoid having conversations like these with my friends unless I know we're on the same page because unless the other person is open to understanding why you think the way you do and wanting to say like, hey, um, why is it you think X, Y, and Z? I don't like having conversations with people who are like, hey, I think you're dumb for believing X, Y, and Z. I don't want to have those conversations with people and I just, I don't want to. And um, a couple weeks ago, he had kind of brought up something that I had posted and we had like a couple of sentences back and forth and I was like okay and I just I ignore it at at one point because it's either you're gonna try to convince me to believe your ways and I'm gonna try to believe make you believe my ways and the fact of the matter is we just believe two different things if you're not open to understanding and you're not open to seeing things in a different perspective then that's on you that's i it, it was frustrating and it really like um hurt my feelings because um he and I had been friends since like 2008 and he became one of my really really good friends for years and years and um again we'd never had arguments or um anything like that over politics and so this conversation just really came out of left field for me because it's no surprise to anybody who has known me for that long that I'm a, that I'm a conservative and um, that's just what I again that's just who I am that's just what I believe I'm not going to try to explain that um, and it was hurtful the way he was approaching the situation and basically was just like I can't believe you actually believe these things I can't believe you actually think like X Y and Z and. It was just like hurtful and so that's like how I started off my morning and um it really kind of it unfortunately I let I let it it did not I let it set the tone for the rest of my day and so and then got um so that happened I told myself you know like I was gonna like go on a walk with Atticus but instead I ended up like entertaining this conversation that I shouldn't have and then I got into work and I had like made some mistakes the night before um with some issues that I didn't handle properly and I own that I was 100% wrong coming into that first thing was like hard because I just I had just come from that and then this and um the night before, I was just processing some things emotionally about um, who I want to be eventually, like, not eventually, but who I want to be for the person that I eventually want to have. Excuse me. For the person that I eventually want to be with. And I just kind of had some hard conversations with myself, so it was just like a rough night, um, a rough morning. And work just kind of continued to get crazy it was just all around a rough day um 
and I unfortunately fell back into some habits because I just did. That's where my comfort is. And I I will say, like, um, I'm just saying this to be, like, transparent and accountable. Um, <laughs> I bought these birthday cake Oreo bites from Fresh Market. <sighs> Excuse me. Um... Because I was ordering other stuff for Atticus's first birthday tomorrow. And I saw these on sale and I was like, oh my god, birthday cake Oreo bites sound fucking delicious. So, what did I do? I fucking bought them. And I ate the whole bag. And the funny thing was, is as I was eating these sugary, terrible, garbage-filled treats, here's the thing. Here's the... ridiculous thing they didn't even taste that great and yet I still continued to shove them down my face because I'm like oh I don't deserve to eat healthy food right now like I was having this pity party for myself because like you had a rough day Christina it's okay you can have this for yourself sorry that's how I talk to myself ignore me I'm a brat um (laughs) but um so I convince myself that just because I had a rough day that I'm allowed to be lenient with myself and give myself garbage when after the last 30 days I haven't put any garbage in my body and um so I'm kind of upset with myself right now and I will say that the difference that I noticed between what I would have done a month ago or even two months ago and today was instead of continuing on that trajectory and then ordering garbage food and eating garbage food after that, once I finished the birthday cake bites, I was like, all right, you know why you did this. You did this because you got emotional. You let yourself, you know, like think from emotion and you let your emotions dictate what you eat. And so the rest of the day, like, you're back back on it. Like, back to animal-based. Come on. There's no junk in the house. You have no excuse. Um, and I was actually talking to Will the other day. Actually, it was this morning. <laughs> what was it yesterday morning? It doesn't matter. He and I were talking about how... Um, there's these two voices, you know, like, we all think of the little angel and the little demon that are in our mind or whatever, and it's so true, though, like, how true is it? There's always this little voice that's saying, yes, this is what you need to do, do the good thing, and then there's the little bad voice that's like, me, 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 do this this way, and it's always... And it's never which voice is the loudest, it's which one's most convincing. And um, I was telling him that for me, it's usually the voice that tells me I can eat whatever I want that I listen to. And lately, I've been really listening to the other voice, excuse me, which was, hey Christina, you deserve better than this, you know your worth, you know you're better than this, you know you deserve... um, to nourish your body instead of put garbage in it and so um I 
I just try to, when I hear that voice telling me, oh, Christina, you had a long day, order a pizza, order nachos, order this, order that, um, I'll listen for a minute or two and think about it, dream about it, open up DoorDash, put it in my cart, and then I realize how much money I'm spending, and I'm like, yeah, I don't need it that much. <laughs> it's usually the cycle of what happens. Um, but today I... <sighs> Excuse me, it's been a long day, and I promised I would put an episode out before Friday. So here we are. I'm trying to be better. Um... All of that to say, I was proud of myself for not continuing down a spiral like I have in the past because generally once I eat something bad, I eat another thing bad and then I'm eating bad for an entire day and then a day turns into a week and a week turns into a month and a month turns into a year. Um, you're going to hear me talk a lot about Paul Wagner um, because his books just resonate with me so much. If you haven't read his books, I highly, highly recommend them. If you don't listen to his podcast, The Power Aesthetic, highly, highly recommend. Um, He's so full of wisdom and it's just honest, raw, like don't bullshit yourself. And one of the things I was listening to him say the other day, I've listened to this episode so many times, um, he says, you know, allow yourself to still, like, enjoy the human experience, but that's not 90% of the time. He says, you still have to have discipline with yourself, but still open, like, have space to enjoy life, too, and that doesn't mean having a cheat. Like, he, what did he say? He said, don't let a cheat meal turn into a cheat day because a cheat day will turn into a cheat week and then cheat week turns into a cheat month and before you know it you're cheating yourself and that really like resounded with me because I know I'm so guilty of that I'm so guilty of being too kind to myself and not that we shouldn't meet ourselves with grace and patience and understanding and not um just we shouldn't be bullying ourselves either again like life is all about balance it's finding that um that harmony of okay like what what is balance for me like what kind of lifestyle do I want to live that's going to meet my goals and provide me the the most joy in life um that's not instant gratification that's you know what at the end what is my end goal how do I get there how do I achieve that how do I enjoy the journey there and so I I heard that voice in my head after you know doing that and then I did start thinking I was like oh I could order like there's this place called burger fly here um, that I was thinking about ordering from the, ugh, we're not going to talk about it because I'm going to want it, but anyways, Bergfi, if you haven't had it, have it, (laughs) um, 
I was already thinking about other things I wanted to eat it. And I just heard Paul Wagner's voice in the back of my head because he said it in his podcast. And I was like, okay, we made, we made a mistake. And then I corrected that too. I was like, okay, this is fine, Christina. Like, you can't beat yourself up about it now. It's done. We understand why we did it. We were emotional. We didn't stop, take a breather, and stop doing this. We just continued. So, okay, you fell off the horse. Get back on. Let's do this again. It's fine. Let's move forward. And instead of beating myself up, just got back right on the horse. I didn't eat. It was like all of this happened so simultaneously within like five minutes. And I was so happy that it happened that way, that I, w- I was so proud of myself for how far I've come, um, again, just in a month, to be able to say, all right, Christina, like, you, you, met, you made a little, a little boo-boo, let's move forward. And I think so many of us hold ourselves so tightly, and we cling so tightly to mistakes that we've made in the past, that we don't allow ourselves to be forgiven. We don't allow ourselves to have grace. We don't allow ourselves to to basically, we don't give ourselves the same room we give others to make mistakes. We are so lenient with other people around us when they upset us, when they make mistakes. We are so quick to forgive and so quick to make space and um, chalk it up to we're just human, but we hold ourselves to these ridiculous standards that somehow we're the exception to the rule and newsflash you're not that you're not that important that you're an exception to the rule sorry you're not um and I'm I'm saying that to myself too um like I think about my faith and how how many things I've messed up and I think about you know my rebellious year and I think oh no, I messed up too much that God just, he's forgotten about me. And unfortunately, I'm not that important. Or like, I am not more important than somebody else. I'm not more important than you. You're not more important than me. That God somehow has us weighed on a scale that um, my mistakes or your mistakes are worse. We as humans created that scale. And um, so I'm learning to see myself in through the eyes of grace at least um in that there's gonna be times that I mess up and there's gonna be times where I'm not perfect and I have to come to myself with a firm hand and you know evaluate the choice like why I did what I did and have a conversation with myself and understand why I did it and is this something we're going to continue or are we going to nip this in the bud and move forward? And I think it's important for us to have those conversations with ourselves. I didn't learn how to have these conversations with myself until I was 30. And I don't think many of us know how to have those conversations with ourselves. I think we're afraid to um, acknowledge those demons. And I think we're afraid to 
deal with the repercussions and the consequences of the choices we made and how that actually affected people around us. Unfortunately, I I fully believe that we, as a generation, um, have zero accountability. We don't take personal responsibility for our actions, and we don't we don't prioritize what's truly important. Um, we live this very relaxed, um, luxurious life, honestly. And I don't mean luxury as in drinking out of golden cups and, you know, eating filet mignon and lobster tail four meals a day. What I'm saying is we live these very comfortable lives on the couch in front of the TV, um, with no worries you know if you think about it we're the first generation that really didn't have to live through true hardship um you think of our you know grandparents um you know my parents like we we just didn't have the same um tragedies I guess and that's again I'm not minimizing COVID or anything at all but (laughs) other than COVID like this is the worst thing that we've experienced none of us have had to be none of us have had to go to war unless you know unless you're in the military and thank you for your service but um none of us has have like truly experienced true um like true hardship and we all just take advantage of this life, this great life we live here in the United States. And, you know, we forget just how much time we have on our hands to be able to sit and scroll on our phones for five hours a day on Instagram and social media. And again, I'm talking to myself about this. I'm really bad about it. Um, So holding yourself accountable is probably the hardest thing to do um, for multiple reasons I think. I think one we have these extremely high expectations of ourselves that are really unachievable and so when we don't meet that standard we just get upset with ourselves and we're like ah yeah I'm not worth that anyway and then we quit Um, I also think we just don't know how. I think we don't know how to evaluate the situation we're in and come up with a plan because again I don't think we were taught that in school at least I wasn't if you were taught these skills in high school or middle school you know let me know what school you went to because at my middle school and high school we were not taught how to sit in a situation look around evaluate and make an informed decision Um, growing up you know my parents didn't teach me that either Um, both of my parents are very um, emotionally charged so that's how I became very emotionally charged as well as I I just always have learned to react Um, there was never a moment of hey what you said really upset me I need a few minutes to calm down I'll come back to you in a a few minutes and 
it was always this is a reaction this is a reaction this is a reaction this is a defense this is a defense mechanism this is a defense mechanism and it's hard to unlearn that um i know i've again i've gotten a lot better over the past couple of years with being able to have that conversation when somebody upsets me whether it's my sister whether it's friendship um, or romantic partner whatever that is if someone upsets me I'm, I'm pretty bold and open to say hey what you did made me feel x y and z I need maybe a day away from you to just think about what I what I'm feeling what I'm being triggered in because ultimately whatever reaction it is you want to have is a trigger of something deeper and until you understand what that reaction is you won't understand why you're feeling the way you're feeling towards that person um so I've had to be very intentional with that and again I think we all are just taught to react um we're not, we're not really taught to be proactive or um, understanding when things like that happen. Um, finally, I think it's, again, that we're afraid to just confront our demons. We're afraid to confront the choices that we've made. Um, I, f- I feel like most of you are around my age. Um, again, I'm 31, and so when you think about if you haven't known how to have these self-aware conversations with yourself um where you can evaluate choices that you've made that means you have you have 30 plus years of crap in this closet that you have to deal with and the idea of that to so many people is like let's just burn the fucking closet down and unfortunately it doesn't work that way you don't get to burn the closet down um god the universe whatever Pillsbury Doughboy, um, make it so impossible to do that. They continue to place you in spaces where you're forced to look at your shit. You just are. And so when I look back at how many times God brought me to the same place over and over again, and finally I'm like, okay, the last like six years has been nothing but him telling me to slow down discipline self-control and love yourself like those are the main themes of any major issue that I I was dealt with over the last six years and it's important to look back at your life and see issues like that and be able to know like okay like this keeps happening why does this keep happening what what lesson do I need to learn here and if you can't learn a lesson from a mistake you made then you're never really growing if you can't learn from yourself and give yourself that grace for choices you made in the past you're stuck, you're stagnant, you're, (laughs) it's morbid, but if you're not growing, you're dying, like, that's just how it is, you're either growing and doing better for yourself, or you're complacent, stagnant, and, and dying, and I have, I have so many friends who, 
like me want to do more with their lives they have these dreams they have these expectations that they want to meet but they they're what's in their way you are what's in your way it's always you you hear it on the tv you hear it on the news you hear it or not the news hearly on tv in songs whatever you are your own worst enemy you are the one standing in your own way you are the one making excuses you are the one who won't do blank nobody else is responsible for your health your fitness your family your self-love other than you and i again like i'm i'm speaking to myself because it took me so long to get there i'm just now finally like climbing that hill i'm like i see the top and it's i feel like it's right there um but you you (laughs) you listening you are standing in your way you make excuses about work or being too tired or being to this being to that not having enough time not being able to do whatever so here's a few quick solutions to that one start saying no if you don't have enough time on your hands then you're saying yes to too many things sean whalen actually taught me this well not me personally but like (laughs) from watching all of his podcasts and um lion's den stuff is that you what does he say you make the excuses if you are not if you are saying yes hold on what for every yes you are telling other people is a no you're telling yourself so if you can't say no to other people you're denying yourself that time so if your best friend wants to go out to dinner but you really need to get x y and z chores done that you're behind on or you have a paper to write or you have work that needs to be accomplished yes it's great to hang out with friends and socialize but doing that you can say yes to that you 100% can say yes to that dinner but understanding that when you come home you still have these these chores these papers these this work to do you don't get to do both so when you say yes to one you're saying no to the other and understanding your priorities and what's more important to you is part of self-love if you don't know what's important to you your time and your discipline will reflect that um and and again like i'm speaking to myself too is is that's just kind of where i am right now and that's this is why i think i have to say all this out loud is because i need to get my shit together on that is like if i keep saying yes to these voices in my head that i can eat whatever i want I'm going to be back to where I was a month ago, two months ago, and I don't want to get there. So what's more important to me? Is it more important to me to have the delicious instant gratification food, or is it more important for me to follow my my new ways of eating and enjoy the health benefits in the long run? 
what's more important to me right now or later um so there's that um the other thing is sean moylan says that i really like is challenge yourself for one day one day stop using the word but don't use it don't say it because every time you say a phrase and then you follow it with but you create a negative pathway in your mind um it's like a false a false um what did he say i don't remember what it is so when you say a positive thing like i love myself but it negates that thought and creates a broken tendrite in your brain because you're saying one thing but you're not following through with action on that so actions must match your words which why first and most important is you have to understand what's important to you if you don't understand what's important to you you're not going to follow through with them you're just going to continue to do everything so follow through is the next one stop saying but and follow through um i just i want to challenge you to do that i want you to not say but for a whole day and when you are about to say but when you're about to say it with whatever followed before it think about why you're saying it think about how many times a day you say but how many excuses you make for yourself Um, and then ask yourself, why are you making those excuses? Is sitting on the couch, scrolling through Instagram really more important than getting up and going on a walk? (laughs) Or is working 12 hours a day really more important than only working 10 and taking those two hours to be with your family your friends whatever whatever those things look like for you you have to ask yourself what's more important because what is more important to you only you get to decide what's important to you and if sitting on the couch watching tv and playing on instagram is important to you then by all fucking means do that um yeah so a lot of that was for me because again I haven't really I did not this week so I didn't set my goals this week I didn't have a plan this week I didn't have a diet plan this week excuse me I didn't have a way of eating menu this week I didn't have a workout plan this week every time I went to the gym this week I kind of just did whatever I felt like and there were air quotes in there felt like doing I kept eating oh excuse me I kept eating whatever I felt like doing I just kept doing whatever I felt like doing and that was that's I want to get away from that and and so um I need to get back into that morning routine that I was on of, you know, going outside and playing with Atticus for, you know, 45 minutes and being out in the sun and doing those things because that helped me be more productive during the day and it helped me just kind of center my mind too and realize like, again, what is important today? What do I need to get done today? So, 
today by the time you watch or listen to this it's friday so friday is my long day at work so i'll be working from 8 a.m to 8 p.m and it's Atticus's birthday so i'm gonna take a little bit of a break and you know have cake and ice cream with him and his buddies and um tomorrow night after all of that I want to make a meal plan for myself for the next two weeks um I want to make a workout schedule for myself for the next two weeks um what else what else what else I want to come up with a better morning routine that I'm going to follow every morning and then a night routine again that I'm going to follow every morning Um, because it's so easy to fall off things when you're too lenient. Like part of the 21 day protocol I was on was every morning, seven minutes, you know, love on yourself and every night before bed, seven minutes, love yourself. And I haven't done that in like three days. So it's so easy to stop doing those things um, when you don't have structure in other areas. And so again, like I notice when I don't have structure there, it shows up everywhere else. Like my room was chaos. My entire bedroom was a mess. My office was a mess. Like my kitchen was a mess. Like there was just mess everywhere. And so keep your shit in order. And I, I mean that both literally mentally, like physically and mentally. Um, because where there's chaos in one area, chaos trickles into other areas too. So, all right. That is my rant slash informational therapy session for myself. Um, I appreciate you guys so much again for listening to my banter, my, my incoherent sounds and whatever it is I'm doing. Um, Sometimes it doesn't feel like talking. Sometimes I'm pretty sure I'm just blabbering and it's not actually that entertaining. So I appreciate you all for listening and constantly coming back and supporting me. It's such an honor to hear from honestly so many of you and I really wasn't anticipating that at all. Um, But just hearing that what I'm saying made an impact on you somehow means so much and so I appreciate you all for sharing I appreciate you all so much for just being a part of this and I will see you guys on Sunday have a good night y'all